you might get the impression that this is oh this is going to be really heavy stuff and oh it's all very serious but no it's not that's not that's not the case it's it was about having a lot of fun and uh kind of enjoying yourself uh you mentioned uh that uh we were given two hours for lunch and that was great because you weren't just oh finishing up a really stuffy workshop and then rushing off to lunch and then rushing back uh to get started again uh by having two hours you kind of had your time to relax soak it in unwind Take, uh, take your time and walk around. This is the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions Podcast, and I'm your host, Maya Acosta. If you're willing to go with me, together we can discover how simple lifestyle choices can help improve our quality of life and increase our longevity in a good way. Let's get started. All right, friends, welcome back. It's Monday, and we have another episode of Doctor, Doctor in, in the, the House. house. And where Dr. Rizwan Bukhari is my guest on the podcast, Healthy Lifestyle Solutions. All right, friends, we're so excited that you're here with us once again. Today, we're going to be recapping a couples retreat that we attended in March. Now, we have lightly talked about it, but there's a reason why we want to tell you more about the workshop. So you ready to talk about Ojai, California? Yeah, Absolutely. Oh, all right. So part of what I'm going to do as we talk about this experience that we had in March is I'm going to kind of add some photos to this video so that you can follow along and see what we're talking about. And so you probably have heard me talk over and over about Michelle, but I've been working with her for over two years and she's actually worked with us when it comes to our relationship, which has been a lot of fun. And as a matter of fact, by the time you listen to this recording, Michelle and Dean Yasuda will have already done a an online workshop. So we hope that you enjoyed the online workshop that Michelle offered where you learn techniques and ways of thinking so that your relationships are a little bit healthier. Uh, we want to tell you about the Ojai couples retreat that we attended because Michelle and Dean are bringing Couples Workshop to Dallas on October 13th through the 15th. That's a Friday evening all the way to Sunday morning, and it's going to happen here in Dallas. So let's start. Uh, like I said, a part of what we're going to be doing uh, as part of this recap is I'm going to be sharing with you some photographs. We flew into LAX and then drove up the PCH. So you wanted to take the scenic route. Because, you know, why not? I mean, if you're in California, you have to enjoy the beauty. Right. I, I'd much rather be driving up the coast on the coastal highway than driving on, uh, you know, a, a four or five or six lane highway with a lot of traffic. Right. So this is the first time that you and I attended or visited Ojai, California. And I must say, it's a quaint little town. Did not expect to see so much beauty. So talk a little bit about the surroundings, our hotel, where we stayed and what we saw in our backyard. Yeah, it was a beautiful place. It, it was a, a little town in the, in the Ojai Valley. And uh, you know, it's got kind of got that uh, distinct downtown area where people are doing a lot of walking and everyone's outside. And so that was that's it with a lot, you know, a lot of restaurants, arts and crafts, uh, coffee shops. Uh, so that was a, a fun place because you could go back and experience it over and over again. Yeah. Uh, and discover things, although. You know, once we discovered the one restaurant we liked, we went back to that same place over and over again, didn't yes. we? Yes. Uh, and then we also stayed in a, a beautiful uh, uh, small hotel where we had a great view of the mountains. 
Oh my goodness. It was so beautiful. And the way the sun would come in in the morning through the windows was just so refreshing because I don't have that like in, in the layout of where we live. Uh, so it, it was interesting ahead of time, Michelle was all concerned about what are we going to eat because she's plant-based too, she and her husband. And so she was concerned about food. And I said, don't worry, I'm going to travel with some food as well. And then it turns out that, you know what, the one restaurant had such a variety. Um, and so the accommodations were not included as part of the package for the retreat. So that we'll, we'll explain that for the Dallas retreat as well. So that's separate. So meals were separate from the retreat. Accommodations were separate. So we paid one price for the retreat, but we still had to get the hotel separate and we and our meals were not uh, provided by the retreat. Right. So it gives you a lot more flexibility as far as, you know, you can, uh, you know, stay where you want to stay mm-hmm. and then also eat what you want to eat. Yeah. And the reason that I bring that up is because that's the same experience will happen here in Dallas, whereas the NHA, the hotel was included and so were the food. It was all in one place. All right. Loved where we stayed. You talked about the beautiful mountains in the back. We had the day we arrived, it was rainy. And by the time we left, it's around the time we would have wanted to be there the whole time. The restaurant was called Hit Vegan and it had such a variety of food, everything from fried food to healthy, clean, sort of like Buddha bowls. We had such a nice time there and we traveled with other things as well. More than anything, I want to focus on the actual experience. So this happened, I want to say we started on a Friday morning and here you see Riz meditating and taking in that warm sun. Yeah, it was nice, uh, you know, to to just have a few minutes before we got started to sit outside. The sun was uh, uh, already overhead and felt nice and warm. And I just would like I, I just enjoyed sitting back and closing my eyes and feeling it. Yeah. You know, Michelle said to me ahead of time, she said, I'd love to schedule lunch with you at one of these days. But this is really more about you and Riz. This is both of you enjoying the weekend as a couple. And so I I, I had that mindset. She said, it's going to be fun. You're going to enjoy yourself. You're going to do work, but it's going to be fun more than anything. And it really was. And so uh, we arrived the night before early enough to find that hip vegan restaurant to have dinner, then go back to the room and rest. And then we started off a fresh, well-rested. Well, at least the best that we can do when it comes to waking up in the morning. And then, uh, yeah, I enjoyed taking this photograph and seeing you really just uh, meditating, taking it all in. And we had coffee. And then here's this venue that I really enjoyed. It's called the Ojai Valley Women's Club. Very accommodating. I thought it was a perfect place because it felt almost like a retreat, like a real physical place for a retreat. Yeah, it was a very nice place that they had chosen to do it. I wish we had something like that that we could take advantage of yeah. uh, where we could hold events. But uh, so it was it was very well uh, suited for having events. Yes. This particular workshop was led by Katie Hendricks of the Hendricks Institute. She and her husband, Gay Hendricks, have put together this program. They've been doing this for many, many years And Michelle and Dean, they do a lot of the same work. They also coach people through the same language uh, that they teach. And this was the beginning. I think the first exercise was with a balloon to kind of be sort of an icebreaker and to wake us up. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to skip to the part that um, we started with some morning exercises. Now, the, the particular work that we did is not new to us. 
uh, Michelle has coached us in some of these strategies in terms of doing couples work that you can also do as an individual with other people. Um, and so nothing was new, but it was more significant that we were doing it in person with like, it felt like 30 other couples. Yeah, I think there were about about 30 couples there. Yeah. It was incredible. It was, it was very well attended. Yeah. And yeah. it didn't feel crowded at all. No. And, and really what was surprising to me is that uh, uh, there was a, a tremendous variety in uh, the types of people there and the ages. There were some very, very young couples and there were some older couples. So, yeah. And, there, and, and everybody in between. Yeah. As a matter of fact, now that you talk about the age, I was really impressed with younger couples that know that are doing this work. And there were moments where we partnered with other couple, like with one other couple to do the work. And I could not believe how young they were and how advanced they were in doing this work. It's amazing. And apparently there's this whole online community of people that are training to become facilitators like this and who also are doing it for themselves and I'm telling you, I just, I wish I had had this information years ago. Yeah, like they have now. Yeah, like they have now. Lunch was two hours. I loved having a two-hour lunch. This was extra meaningful for us. Um, it really just gave us the time to integrate uh, the work that we were doing and really just to be with ourselves. No other responsibility, did not have Papi Chulo, our dog, with us. <laughs> um, and so we found another place where we could sample other plant-based meals. And I had like the pozole. We went off to explore the uh, little towns. Now, if you're there for the workshop, but then want during your off time, want to explore other stores, believe me, there's so much to see. The neighborhood itself is just so beautiful. Uh, here is a book by Katie and Gay Hendricks called The Conscious Heart. They have so many books, but uh, they, he's also known for having written The uh, Big Leap. That's a huge one. And uh, that came in our goodie bag along with some of these cards. And uh, we went back to Hit Vegan. And this is the bowl that I had with some fermented foods. Oh, my God. This was delicious. Do you remember tasting? I think that was tofu. Mm -hmm. Here's a photo with Katie Hendricks. And uh, this was so meaningful to me to have met her and the work. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this, but I was talking to Michelle the other day. And one thing that stood out about how Katie worked with the couples that were there and just as individuals is that someone would have a question or give an example of something that they're going through. And Katie would stay with that question until the person felt complete. Yeah, so she she really uh, answered everything they needed. You yeah, know, she gave them everything they needed. She she answered until they felt like their their uh, question had been fully fully answered, and so uh, that's one thing that I enjoy about coaches and how they work with us. You know, Michelle never rushes me through a session. She's not like, okay, we're coming on the hour. You have to hurry up and and wrap it up. She doesn't work like that with me. She actually takes her time. So here we are. Here's a photo with Michelle. And uh, I want to touch a little bit on this photo of the fear melters, because this is something that Michelle is going to teach other people. This is one of the first things that she taught us when she started working with us is that whenever a couple faces um, conflict, we intuitively want to react a certain way and we have a tendency to be a certain way. People like myself, when there is conflict, I immediately want to flee. 
I want to run away. What's your tendency? Tends to be more of a fight. Okay. So usually when there's conflict, especially in a marriage, we have a natural way that we react. And that's based on programming and, and other things that our coaches work with us on. So you might have a tendency to want to fight and defend yourself. I have a tendency to want to run away and flee. Um, and so she teaches us fear melters, which are things that we do with our bodies to try to get us to be more present and to not allow that because it, be, it becomes a, it becomes a physiological reaction that we're having. So the body wants to run away. Instead, what she teaches me to do is to ground myself through movements, almost like a sumo wrestler that puts one foot down and then one foot down and, you know, uh, hunker, how do you say, stays in place and hunker down, <laughs> hunkers down. And then what do you, what, did, what does she encourage you to do? So if you're, if you're kind of there, you know, if you, if you're kind of in that aggressive fight mood where you're just in their people's faces, it, the, the, they encourage you to kind of just wiggle and ooze and relax so that you just kind of, instead of being all tense and ready for a fight, you're just kind of relaxing. Everything. That's right. And, uh, I'm going to move over to where it says love scoops uh, faint. So a lot of times I find that I actually do feel like I want to faint. And it it doesn't have to be in a relationship and conflict. But if something happens that terrifies me, because I'm the person that I have these tremendous fears associated with uh, past traumas. So if something comes up, I automatically want to faint. And even when I'm working with Michelle and something comes up that's overwhelming me, and I can tell because my voice starts to drop a little bit and I want to faint. She encourages me to do these love scoops where I receive this love from the universe that's taking care of me. And it's always geared towards my belly and my heart and just encourages me to take in the love and the support that life is giving me. And so that makes me feel safer. It makes me feel like I don't want to faint anymore. Um, I also freeze. I don't know if that ever happens to you when you're being confronted by someone. Do you ever like freeze and you just don't know what to say or what to do? Well, I think that we all we probably all react with all of these reactions at different times in different Mm -hmm. situations. Yeah. 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 Uh, When I fly, because I do talk about my fear of flying, I tend to freeze. And so she teaches me to wiggle myself, wiggle and get that energy that's going through the body. And really, it's all associated with our um, vagus nerve. But uh, she even encouraged me to go into the laboratory in in the plane and just kind of wiggle and wiggle and get some of that tension out of my body. And so these are the kind of things that you learn through these workshops. And of course, I'm not the expert. I'm just simply sharing some of the things that I remember. So our workshop was all day, I want to say all day Friday, all day Saturday, and then a little bit of Sunday. So it was Mm -hmm. really full. Um, Is there anything that you remember that stood out for you that weekend? Um, well, I, you know, you might get the impression that this is, oh, this is going to be really heavy stuff and, oh, it's all very serious, but no, it's not, that's not, that's not the case. It's, it was about having a lot of fun and, uh, kind of enjoying yourself and, you know, and I thought it was also, you know, so it was, uh, some talks and then some interactive stuff and a lot of, um, uh, things where people were doing stuff together either as a couple or in groups. And, but I also, I, I thought it was broken up quite nicely too. Uh, you mentioned uh, that uh, we were given two hours for lunch and that was great because 
you weren't just oh finishing up a really stuffy workshop and then rushing off to lunch and then rushing back uh, to get started again. Uh, by having two hours, you kind of had your time to just relax, soak it in, unwind, take uh, take your time and walk around, find a place to eat. You weren't rushed, um, so it didn't, you know, it, it didn't add to anxiety. You mm. know, you know? Um, it contributed to a more relaxed uh, pace and yes. atmosphere. So that's something that stood out to me is that in general, it was a very nice, relaxed pace. There was no anxiety. It wasn't tense. Uh, and so that really stood out. And then, I mean, just something that I, I wish I had done differently, which was I wish we had spent more time there either before or after so that we could have also enjoyed the area. Because I remember we wanted a hike during one of those days and we just thought, oh, we I didn't do any research about Ojai at all before we flew there. In fact, on one of our lunch breaks, we had enough time where we ate uh, that we were able to just take a really, really long walk up to the base of the mountain yeah. and back. Um, and so, but no, I, I really wish we had had, uh, you know, un uninterrupted time there to actually enjoy the area as well. Right. And, you know, anytime we fly to a workshop, a conference, a retreat, whatever it may be, we always end up being extra tired just from the the traveling portion of it. Uh, what I'm looking forward to with Michelle and Dean coming to um, to Dallas is that we can just be in our own home and we can get rest. We'll feel rested. We'll wake up early in the morning, get the workshop going. We don't have to travel again. Yeah. Lunch can be on our own. But everybody else who's coming probably is doing some traveling. So what I would say is build a little bit of downtime into your travel plans because traveling is uh, stressful and it makes you tired. And sometimes these, you know, travel days take all day. And yeah. so build in a little bit of buffer time so that you can have uh, uh, time for recovery. That's right. So the location is to be announced. It'll be here in Dallas, but uh, um, we'll announce that later when we actually start to release a lot more information. Um, so you, you know, when I've asked you about your experience, you said it was fun, nothing intense. So I, I don't know if you recall that there was a moment where we were outside of the women's club doing an exercise with another couple and they were coaching us on how to express appreciation. Do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember it was very powerful and I, and, and you were just showering me with beautiful words about being thankful that I was in your life. And do you still feel that way? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, there were there are moments where we're taught how to speak our truth to one another, uh, and there are moments where and and that could be can be rough sometimes in terms of like because one of the things that couples do and we all do it with loved ones with everyone is we withhold we withhold all sorts of information out of fear of being rejected out of fear of being judged uh, out of fear of just you know being vulnerable and so we're encouraged to speak our truth, whatever our truth is, uh, inarguable truth. And, um, and so you're learning how to communicate. That's the most important thing about going to these retreats is you're learning, you're given tools that you can practice and learn how to check in, but also just um, learning how to appreciate each other because we don't do that. Yeah. And I think, uh, uh, getting on the same side, understanding that you're allies, that you're in this together and you're trying to accomplish the same thing. That's right. Um, I'm recently, I'm, 
I've been revisiting The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. And, you know, he goes on and talking about uh, the upper limit. And our coaches have taught us that. You have a coach now in Hawaii that's gone through all of this training. So feel free to share if you'd like about that. But, you know, we're taught that there's where we have what is called an upper limit to love, to success, to happiness. It's like these things that were set in place very early on. And the way that Gay Hendricks explains it is almost like this thermostat that we have inside that says, okay, you can only have this level of love or success or happiness in your life um, up to this point. If you go over, I'm going to find a way to bring you back down. So when we're going through experiences of expanding and growing, like doing, you know, we're X amount of happiness and success, we always find a way to sabotage that and bring it back down. Um, and so I recommend you read that book ahead of time if you're if you just want to apply this to your life. So it could happen in things like you have an accident after a wonderful gathering that you've had or something good that has happened, good news happened in your life, boom, you have an accident or you start fighting with someone or you get sick. The, there are things that we do to bring our that level of happiness and success and love back down. So these are some of the things that uh, Michelle and the couples retreat bring to the surface is that they talk about how in a relationship, when you're going through a growth phase, you actually, you're expanding, which also means that you're more likely to fight. And the big leap talks about all that. So I really recommend you read that book. I found a copy at the half price bookstore. Um, and so that was it. I had a really good time. I, I came back really happy. And I just want to share that after we left Ohio, we returned down the scenic route once again. And we went to a restaurant that we had never been to. Oh, yeah, Crossroads, where we had some vegan foods, appetizers, had a really good time. I had a, a, a non-alcoholic Bloody Mary because I like the tomato base. And just a really good time in Ojai. I was really grateful for this. I know that when we first met, one of our goals initially had been to do a couple's kind of workshop once a year. And I feel like this is giving us a reminder and opportunity to maybe do that every year. Absolutely. I think that uh, relationships are uh, not static. They're dynamic and people are always changing. And, and so, uh, the relationships have to change with the people. And so, uh, by doing, uh, ongoing, uh, work, yeah, you, know, you, you can keep up. Yeah. So many different things affect a marriage. Um, everything from the kids moving out of the house to new members moving in. I know that our, my mom has been in and out, you know, staying with us and that changes the dynamic when you're in that sandwich generation, uh, losing a loved one can change the dynamic, a new job, relocating all of that, all of that changes the rules, the things that you initially signed up for suddenly live causes changes, which means that, uh, tension happens, this, disconnecting happens. Um, and so when you have a coach like Michelle, uh, really helps a lot to kind of um, get back on the same side and learn to see each other, like you said, as allies and remind, remembering, hey, we're on the same team. We're, we're both on the same team. We both want love and happiness. 
And so we're very excited to tell you about that. Um, Michelle is going to come on the podcast to talk about uh, the couples retreat. Very excited. And so anything else you'd like to share? You know, uh, what I would like to share is that these skills that you learn uh, about, in, you know, relationships with your significant other are also the same skills that apply to relationships with everybody else. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, it's uh, these are very meaningful because they apply to all aspects of life. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, you can you can take these same things and uh, and uh, apply it to your your work situation, to your um, uh, relationship with your boss, your relationship with your employees, your relationship with your friends. Yes. So. As a matter of fact, like the coach, like the uh, leaders, there are ways that you can look at things. Are you at the effect of something or are you looking at it like this is happening to me or I'm creating this? I think the book is called The 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership. Yes. Yes. And I've been reading it. And for me, I have to revisit things to really internalize. I have to write some notes and reflect and see how this applies. But uh, I'm as I'm learning to be a leader, I have to, you know, these tools are so effective. And it's more about understanding that you're creating the reality that you live in. You have more control than you than you know. And so anyway, I'm just really excited to talk about this. Make sure that you listen to my interview with Michelle and Dean Yasuda. And then, you know, revisit the call that she had about um, this webinar. As always, just want to thank you for being a listener. Goodbye. You've been listening to the Healthy Lifestyle Solutions podcast with your host, Maya Acosta. If you've enjoyed this content, please share with one friend who can benefit. You can also leave us a five-star review at ratethispodcast.com forward slash HLS. This helps us to spread our message. As always, thank you for being a listener.